0: A good head and a good heart are always a formidable combination. That from Nelson Mandela. Hey, I'm Scott with the Wisdom in All Things podcast where we look at applying wisdom to life in three areas, mind, body, and soul. On this episode, finding rest, not relief, in God. John Bloom has pointed out that Jesus often calls us to rest in the areas of life where our flesh wants to work. And to work in the areas of life where our flesh wants to rest. Very important that we know when to rest and when to work. And it really comes down to understanding what it means to rest in God. We had the absolute pleasure of being able to live in Colorado for almost seven years. We were nestled along the foothills closer to Boulder, but also with an easy reach of Fort Collins and Estes Park and Denver. Long's Peak was on display in our neck of the woods, but on a clear sunny day, of which there were many, you could see the top of Pikes Peak all the way down in Colorado Springs. My wife's parents lived in the spring, so we frequently had the occasion to see Colorado's most familiar 14 in all its splendor, snow-capped being one of our favorites. The sun rising on the Rockies is a sight to behold, though the Rockies elicit a sense of peace, strength, and majesty at just about any time of day. The picture I've included in the post at wisdominallthings.com doesn't even do it justice. But as I write this particular uh, podcast, that that is my view and my rest. Sitting on the side porch at my in-laws in Colorado Springs. Fresh mountain air in a valley just north of Garden of the Gods, relaxing with a latte, just leisurely typing away. This place at this time of day is so ripe for peaceful, meaningful reflection. Maybe a little hiking, but a whole lot of relaxing. This to me is the picture of rest. Fortunately, our rest is not dependent on the environment. In fact, we can find rest in the midst of the storm. No mountain view required. That is because true rest, the deepest rest, that is rest for the soul, is not found in a place, but in a person. Just listen to Jesus' offer of rest in Matthew 11, 28 and 29. He says, Come to me, all who labor. And are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, and you will find rest for your souls. Tell me that doesn't feel good. Who says there's no rest for the weary? Jesus extends an open invitation to anyone feeling labored and laden come and get what your soul needs. But leave it to us to screw up something as easy as resting. As John Bloomer revealed, a part of our unrest is that we are working at things we can't ultimately change and are resting in areas where we we're actually intended to make a difference. There's a reason I use the word unrest, not to imply that it is the opposite of rest, but that it gives us a glimpse of a soul that has not found rest. While there's the picture of unrest that is fed to us in the news, when we screw up rest, our lives do reflect the turmoil and anxiety of being in a state of dissatisfaction, disturbance, and agitation. Our souls are overwhelmed and weary, and our unrest causes further unrest. So how about finding rest, not relief, in God? Finding rest in God can be somewhat deceptive because it can too easily be confused with relief. Relief is beneficial, don't get me wrong, but it is not rest. The rest that Jesus provides isn't physical, emotional, or mental relief— but is restorative and rejuvenating and frees us from soul weariness. He addresses the problem, not the symptoms. Consider the following to clear up any confusion between the two and help you escape the cycle of seeking relief. First, rest in God. I know, but it can be helpful to start with the obvious. We need to remember to not treat God like ibuprofen. While he can certainly provide relief, he alone can provide what we really need, rest. God and rest go hand in hand. If you want rest, it can only be found in God. If you find God, you will have rest. Relief only temporarily soothes the symptoms. Secondly, relief does not relieve unrest. Relief is something we seek, typically when forced. The pain or impasse we're facing requires us to stop for the moment, without regard for whether or not we should even continue. Relief is a pit stop until we can get back on the road to keep driving in what may very well be the wrong direction. Imagine the unrest caused by someone driving down a road in the opposite direction of traffic. Yeah, you're going somewhere, but everybody knows you're going in the wrong direction. Rest releases our grip on the wheel, allowing us to see God's perspective And to be restored and rejuvenated for the path that he would have us travel. And thirdly, pick your yoke wisely. In our pursuit of relief, a.k.a. fool's rest, we seek to unburden ourselves. After all, a lighter load means less stress and strain. Good thinking. But you're still going to have a yoke. So pick wisely. In Matthew 11, Jesus refers to his yoke as light and easy, which means we can have rest from the heavy, burdensome yoke. It's not that we ever can be free of a yoke. We just need to pick the right one. So rest in God, not try to find relief. Remember that relief does not relieve the unrest. And pick your yoke wisely. Simply find God, find rest. Rest from the burden of working at what we have no business doing to instead rest in the shepherd who leads us beside still waters, restores our souls, and guides us through the hills and valleys of the life that he has intended for us. Thank you for listening to the Wisdom in All Things podcast. Be sure to subscribe, tell other friends, family members, people you don't even know about the podcast. You can check out other episodes and get the free download of Five Steps Towards Wisdom in All Things. It was the top five articles readers found to be most interesting. You can get that and more. It's all at wisdominallthings.com.